Hello and welcome to Family Guy Talk. I'm Ryan Lewis, and I'm here with my co-host, Noah Bolo. That's right, Ryan. On this podcast, we're going to be diving deep into every episode of the new show, Family Guy. We'll be discussing the show's humor, social commentary, and hidden references that make Family Guy the new show to look out for. And, of course, we'll be sharing our own thoughts, opinions, and laughs along the way. So, if you're a Family Guy fan, or just someone who loves good comedy, join us for a weekly dose of Family Guy Talk. Step into a world where laughter fills the air When I'm chilling with the Griffins, baby, I don't have a care Crow Hog Road Island, I'm bringing you to scoop Here's the plan, you take my hand with them, you cannot lose Yeah, yeah, it's been the guy talk Welcome back to another episode of Family Guy Talk, the podcast where we dive deep into the hilarious, and in this case, controversial world of Family Guy. In this episode, we'll be taking a look at the season one, episode six, titled The Sun That Draws. The Sun Also Draws. Oh, that's my bad. The Sun Also Draws. The Sun Also Draws. How are you doing this week, Ryan? Oh, you know. Go on. Yeah. Wow. And yourself? Oh. Um, How are you doing? Yeah, well. Come on, tell me everything. Spare no detail. Yeah, well, you know, today I'm feeling a little bit exhausted. I'm mm-hmm. feeling tired. Slept in too late, but at the same time, I didn't have a good sleep. It just kind of yeah. made me feel like the day started off in kind of this weird mm-hmm. spot where it's what I wanted. I wanted to sleep in, but at the same time, it wasn't a good sleeping in. So yeah. it was this weird way to start my day. But I was able to go out and watch a movie. Uh-huh. But honestly, the the whole time I was watching that movie, I felt disconnected from it. I felt like I was mm-hmm. watching myself watch a movie rather than just enjoying the movie. Uh-huh. And it really felt this out-of-body experience that I'm not really used to. Mm-hmm. And it's something that has kind of been with me since I first initially moved out here. This this feeling of outer-bodiness. Um, and you know, I've tried meditation and I've tried breathing exercises yeah. to try and bring me back down into my body. But okay. a lot of it has been in vain and I feel like I just don't have the patience to incorporate something like that into my schedule every day. Through avoiding it, I actually continue to make it a problem for myself, though. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of all my fault, and there's nothing that I can do, and I'm a pit of hopeless despair. I'm going to swallow myself whole. Wow. Well, uh, yeah, I guess uh, just cry about it, then. Uh, I will, I will. No, really. I think a good cry would help you out. Release release some of that stress you've been building up inside you. All right. Yeah. Maybe you'll shut up too. <laughs> but Damn. but anyway, this episode of Family Guy, we're now one episode away from the season finale. That's crazy. Potentially series finale. Don't want to jinx it though. You know, um, we there, there hasn't been confirmation yet that there'll be another season. We're still waiting on you're that. You're putting that out into the universe. I'm, I'm sure, I don't need that right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm sure I'm sure it'll happen though. I'm sure it'll happen though. Yeah, for this being uh the second to last episode, you know, I kinda had my my reservations what you mean by that? last week with the last episode. But this week, oh boy. 
boy. This episode was pretty controversial, Very. to say the least. Yeah. It really seems like they're trying to push all sorts of boundaries that I'm surprised they're wanting to push in the year 2023. You know what I mean? I 100% agree. It seems like this episode was like ripe with comedic potential, but midway through they decide to switch it and throw in this storyline that involved the betrayal of Native Americans that will come to find pretty distasteful. We'll explore all of this in this episode, their use of offensive stereotypes and, you know, the potential impact. Yeah, it was really something that kind of left me with a bad taste in my mouth. Mm -hmm, yeah, same. But by the end of the episode, you know, I wasn't really laughing. I was more contemplating. Yeah. Not, not just this episode, but just about life and kind of where we're at as a society now. Yeah. When you're watching a comedy, you shouldn't be doing that. You, you should be laughing and forgetting all your troubles and all your worries. I mean, Family Guy's never been a stranger to pushing back boundaries, mm -hmm. testing the limits of satire. It often uses the humor of its show to tackle social and cultural topics, but sometimes it finds itself just caught in the middle of controversy. And the episode we're talking about today is just prime example of that kind of thing. We should probably just get into we it. We should it's probably pretty... just bust into it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Well, first off, we always got to start out with the cold open. This cold open is pretty disconnected from the rest of the episode, but we find that, what, Stewie's up late or something? Yeah, Stewie's in the kitchen. He's going through the fridge, trying to find himself a snack, yep. but there's not really anything in there that seems appetizing yep. for a baby, talking baby, late at night. He does what anybody would do, or any baby would do, and he's like, maybe I should just go ask my mom. So he walks up the stairs, just kind of without thinking, he just throws open his parents' bedroom door. And if we didn't make this clear, this is like the middle of the night. At least it's really late, especially for a baby to be awake. And as soon as he opens the door, he finds his parents in bed. Peter on top of Lois engaging in intercourse of the sexual variety which can be very traumatizing for a child to witness. I mean, Ryan, I know you're always walking in. No, okay. No, I'll cut that out. I'll cut that out. Um, <clears throat> That's not funny. <laughs> That's really not funny. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, it can be very traumatizing to a young child to walk in and see their parents have sex. Yeah, I mean, no, I know you were walking in on your parents all the time. <laughs> Oh, my divorced parents, Ryan? What? My divorced parents. How did that how does that work, dude? Yeah, my parents aren't together like yours. I mean, I assume that's why they got divorced, just because you get to walk together all the time. Oh, okay, man. you can cut that out. We don't I'm have not, to do any no, of this. No, I'm not. This it's is, staying no. in. It's staying no, in, asshole. No. You you got you got what you wanted. <sighs> so yeah, Stewie Stewie's pretty upset by this. So I think like the next morning, you know, Lois sits him down at the table. She's gonna make him something. Brian walks up to him and he already knows exactly what went down. Pretty weird that Brian automatically knew what, what happened. He wasn't there, but he looked at Stewie and saw his face and was like, yep, that's the walking in on Lois and Peter doing it face. Yeah. Which is kind of odd. It is kind of weird. That'd be a recognizable face. Goes, yeah, it's not like he saw a scary television program or slipped and hurt his knee. It's immediately like, you know parents fucking what makes it even weirder though is that brian like kind of puts some salt on the wound so to speak tells stewie that hey you know that tub that you get bathed in every day yeah peter and lois fucking that like hard sometimes that's what 
Brian said. Well, they, they didn't. They didn't drop an f bomb though, because it's you know network right. television. Well, but it's, yeah, we all know what he was thinking. We all. Know. We all know what he was trying to say though. If the you know censors I mean? weren't turned on, he would be saying the fuck word. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So after that, obviously that was the cold open. We cut to Chris, uh, the son the the son chris he is at a boy scout meeting he's in the boy scouts which is interesting that they never planted that seed earlier this is just kind of a new part of his character that we're introduced to this late in the season interesting well we but... still don't really know a whole lot about chris's character Fair. i feel like chris has kind of been regulated to the background at this point so i was definitely intrigued at the start of the episode seeing that we were finally going to start spending some more time with chris and understanding who he is yeah within the family dynamic yeah i, I could see that for sure what's happening in this what do you scene? mean you can see it i mean it's that's what happened the episode opened We're, with them yeah right no yeah i i think that was why don't you just think about what you're gonna say next time <laughs> before you just say it. i'm sorry i apologize sounds like you're kind of laughing in your voice it sounds like a real apology. no i wasn't okay. i swear do we need to do the whole apology thing again no please don't make me do that again <laughs> all right all right keep going keep going chris is in the boy scouts he's at some kind of squad meeting, whatever you call it, the scout loop up. And Chris is actually outside of the circle. They're all in a circle. They're meeting, whatever. Chris is sitting outside of it and he's drawing in his notebook. Now the leader of their squad, their squadron, their militant group gets very, very angry at Chris for being outside of the semicircle. And he starts yelling at Chris and Chris is just like, dude, what are we doing? Why, why is this even a thing? And then he's like, it's a thing because it's a rule, which that kind of like begs the question, right? Why is it a rule? I don't really think that there's you know, some rules are meant to be broken. Yeah. Why don't you explain that cutaway gag that happened? Which cutaway gag? All right, forget it. Uh, oh, the, uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a cutaway gag. Well, that's, that doesn't happen until like later though. Then why did you use the exact same words that Peter used to set up the cutaway? It wasn't the exact. That was pretty much, was that uh, pretty much verbatim. He said, hey, some rules are meant to be broken. No. And he went like, <laughs> he did do that. Okay. <laughs> I remember now. So Chris is being yelled at. He's on the verge of being kicked out or something. Yeah. Basically, Chris has kind of been slacking in his Boy Scout duties and his, <laughs> uh, his leader's not really duties. liking the attitude Chris is keeping. Chris is too busy drawing all the time, doing his art. You know, he's he's not really interested in the whole Boy Scout thing. And so, you in the Boy Scouts? yeah, I was. Were you actually? Yeah. Were you? I wasn't. I was not in the Boy Scouts. I did it whenever old was I. I think I did it from like second grade to sophomore year of college. Sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Can adult adults don't even do Boy Scouts? No, they're in the they're, they're in the Man Scouts. Yeah, they're the Man Scouts. Did you do Boy Scouts? I didn't. No. There was a time when I kind of wanted to, and I was like looking at the they had one of those pop up stands at like one of our assemblies or something, but it just wasn't for me, you know. And I'm kind of glad I didn't, because if I was ever in the Boy Scouts, I would be embarrassed right now to say now that. Now I'm trying to think of, like, what do they call the Boy Scouts at different stages? Because there's Cub Scouts. Cub Scouts. And then, like, at some point, there's, like, a ceremony for, like, the kids where they, like, they become Boy Scouts. Oh, Quinceanera. Yeah. I think it happened for my class when we were in sixth or 
seventh grade maybe it was earlier I, I can't remember yeah no after me and my friends like graduated and became boy scouts like cub scouts is all fun we just like goof off and play games and camp all the time and stuff once you become a boy scout you actually have to start like doing the not serious stuff like all the cub scout meetings are just us like talking and hanging out the whole time and playing games i specifically remember my first few boy scout meetings it was just like us sitting through like powerpoints Ooh. and then lecturing us <laughs> So I pretty much, I quit Boy Scouts right after that. I was like, I, I became, I officially became a Boy Scout. I don't got to do anything yeah, else. Yeah, you made it to where you yeah, wanted so. to be. You know what they say? Don't become your heroes. Oh, no one in Boy Scouts is my hero. Oh, okay. okay. I, I, I can think of, I don't even remember any of the adults that taught my Boy Scouts. I'm, I'm having a genuine conversation about this right now. I'm genuinely talking about this. I'm not making shit up. Oh, I don't, I, I don't do I, that. I hear you. I don't do that. This is, we can also cut this out too, because I just realized that no. I've been dwelling on this for a long time, but dude. it's not very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, dude, people are, that are tuning into this, they better tune into it for us. Yeah. Okay? Not for our jokes, you know? Yeah. Not for our gags, but for the people that we are. Yeah. Because this is a little peep into our psyches. Yeah. Why are we talking about family? Guy? Yeah. No way. Why are we like? Why don't? Why don't we just talk about like life? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like like why don't we do that? What's the point of all this? Why am I just sitting here? You and I should talk about real shit. Yeah. You know. We we should. Being being real men, dude. We, like we have this platform. We in do. Which we can like help change the world, and we're talking about Family Guy. Who, oh who come is on, that? dude. Come on. I mean, good show. Guy? Good show, but it's like no, no, it, yeah, it's good. It's is that good, really gonna like, leave an impact on the world right now? Yeah, like we need to like be talking to our boys right now. Yeah, like, th there are so many misguided men out there that we need to like so, reach. So, so many young men out there, so who, many who don't have a proper male role model in their lives. We, we could fill be that, that void. We could be the dad for real. Yeah, we could. We're daddies for you guys now. Yeah, and for the women too. They need daddies from us as as well. So, it's like, what's up? What's up with it? Right? Yeah. It's like, what'd it do? Well, yeah. Like, ladies. Um. Stop. Yeah. Um. Like, come on, dude. So anyway, the, the troop leader was telling Chris that... <laughs> He, he was saying that, like, I'm going to give you one more more shot at this. I want you to, to compete in the soapbox derby coming up because yeah. I think that'd be a good opportunity for you. And Chris was telling Peter about he, he was trying to tell Peter that he doesn't really want to do Boy Scouts anymore. But Peter's like, nah, -uh, you're going to be a Boy Scout. You know, you're going to be a man. You're going to you're going to do that soapbox derby. You know, it, it builds character. Yep. You know, one thing that's weird, though, is that Peter actually is the one who builds this. What do you call it? Is it just called a derby? Soapbox. Oh, <laughs> It's called a soapbox. <laughs> it's not called like a go kart or something. Yeah, they're they're building the derby cars. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm is sorry. that really that far off? No. So the cars like it makes logical sense. They're they're called soapbox cars because like back then you know people would make. You're supposed to stand on top of it and start preaching to the, the people. Yeah. Oh. The the derby is the events called like the like the race yeah but there, then or, there's also nascar and then it's called a car i mean there's some like i'm pretty sure there are nascar races that are referred to as derbies or that's just like a racing term it's derby forget it dude forget it but yeah peter builds the soapbox so soapbox car yeah sure he builds that for 
Chris, which is completely goes against the whole point of it. The whole point is that Chris gets down and dirty. He puts his intellect to good use and builds the soapbox car himself. But no, Peter's not having it. He takes the reins and builds it for Chris. And then doesn't listen to Chris when he confides in his dad and says that he doesn't want to do the Boy Scouts anymore. Yeah. The following day is the Derby race. And Just the Derby. Right. Okay. Right. Chris is lined up with all the other contestants. Participants. Partis participants. The leader of the squad who we met earlier. And, Troop you know, leader. Right, okay. The troop leader who we met earlier starts getting up in front of everybody and going over the rules. Laws. The laws of the game. The, the, players, the derby. <laughs> of the derby. And when all the racers can begin. Contestants. <laughs> when all the contestants can begin. Chris, start. start. Chris starts prematurely essentially just runs over the troop leader, thus disqualifying himself from the derby. Did I get all that right? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, that sounded great. Right. You know, it's weird. You know, I remember that, you know, we did soapbox derby. We never ran over did our you? troop leaders. Did you actually do soapbox derby? No, I, I actually just lied then. <laughs> I thought you said that that's, that you don't lie. I thought that you were just... I did? You are just telling us. Oh, well, that was a lie then. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, though, there's like some truth wow. to every... A good lie has some truth to it. Right, yeah, we, we've been over this. No, I we did... My troop participated and we did the... We did like the... Iraq War. I think it was called the Pinewood Derby. Oh. What'd you just say? The Iraq War. <laughs> What's funny about that, dude? We're, we're too young. We're too young for that. No, yeah, we did the Pinewood Derby, which was like when you build those... Uh, oh, like the bobsleds? Yeah, the bobsleds. <laughs> it's it's when it's when you build like a race car out of like wood or like you're on like mini race car and design it and you can like you know customize it put some stickers and oh like the mini paint on that like the mini shits yeah like oh, that's not very fun yeah exactly and like you put like your car on like a ramp with a bunch of other cars and then you like race them where's the danger there was really a whole lot of danger probably the most danger would be like parents yelling at their kids or something to do better which my God. It's kind of hard to do in the moment because it's like, you know, they built that car a while ago and they can't just like change it. Right. And it's the car that's doing it. Yeah. I I honestly didn't really care. for. I, I like getting the free pizza. They got like pizza for everyone. I like that. What was it Little Caesars? No. Papa John's? No. Domino's? No. I think I went through all the pizza places. I think you did. Must have been some kind of local place. Oh, <laughs> hold on. Let me look it up. Yeah, it's called Pizza Hut. It's kind of... <laughs> Oh, wow, yeah. I think I've heard of it's that. Kind they're, of a, they're up and coming. They're a local chain. Yeah. Like a mom and pop shop. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, we've really talked about the opening of this episode for a long time. I don't, I don't want to talk about the rest of it. I don't want to get... Me either, but we have to. Oh, family guy. Chris basically gets kicked out of Boy Scouts, and Peter is not having it. He's like, no son of mine's going to leave Boy Scouts. And so his plan is to drive to the Boy Scouts headquarters in new york stupid fucking plan complained to the ceo of, of boy scouts uh, <laughs> mr boy scout himself mr boy scout <laughs> i don't know why that's so funny to aka me. joe biden joe, joe. talk to joe biden but he's wearing a boy scout uniform <laughs> what seems to be the trouble <laughs> Chris got kicked out of the scouts. That is so non-American. That doesn't sound like the Chris Griffin I knew. Get up every day and say pledge of <laughs> say the pledge of allegiance. Even if there wasn't a flag there, he he pledge allegiance to the flag. <laughs> He'd just think it. The flag would be there in his mind. <laughs> so dumb. 
Um, Where am I? <laughs> oh my god. So, yeah, the family travel. They travel out to New York. And Brian actually stays behind at the house. Brian the dog. The, the talking family dog. Brian's watching over everything. Yeah. Holding down the fort, as they say. Yeah. Someone yep. says it. Somebody. As they're pulling out of the driveway, Peter hits one of his neighbor's cars and then drives off. So he's kind of a fugitive through this whole episode, which is interesting. That's kind of the least of the problems, though. Yeah. Essentially, Peter gets lost along the way to New York. Which, I mean, I don't know. Do you know how long it is of a drive from Quahog to New York? I mean, they're like right next to each other. So I'd imagine it'd be like less than an hour drive. Well, you know, I guess the distance between them isn't that far. But I mean, just getting in and out of New York, like all the traffic. Oh, yeah. stopping know. for gas. It's yeah, it's they only have gas. You know, get something to eat. Yeah, to get in the hotel. It's it's, it's a, a lot. lot. It's a yeah. lot. So Peter's lost and he's refusing to ask for help, as is the trope in those travel movies with the white dad. They're always like, I'm not going to ask because I'm a man. Mm -hmm. Which I don't know why he didn't use GPS. Right. Like, hello, like, Google Maps. Ever heard of I it? I mean, I'm surprised he just didn't pull his phone out. Hey, Siri, you know. get me somewhere. Yeah. Maybe he just didn't think about it in the moment. Yeah. To make matters worse as well, Peter got a shit, dude. Peter got a shit. His stomach be like, and he's like, oh. And so he finally decides, okay, dude, we got to stop. Otherwise, I'm unloading in the car. And so they end up stopping at a casino. Well, it's not just any casino, though. Upon entering, they see that the casino is owned by a Native American tribe. It's a Native American casino. Yeah. But they refer to it as an Indian casino. The use of that in uh, uh, 2023, pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I was like, what, am I watching a John Wayne movie now? I wasn't, though. Nope. But for a minute there, it felt like I was. Yeah. And that's not good. Yeah, so essentially throughout this whole episode, they use the term Indian to refer to the indigenous people. It's kind of weird that the show made that choice. It perpetuates a misrepresentation and reinforces, like, a colonial perspective that has long since been demoked. I don't know why they couldn't have just done a casino. I don't know why they had to specify it as a Native American casino. Yeah. I guess in our country's history, there have been casinos owned by Native Americans that have been themed to Native American culture, I guess, mm -hmm. or sometimes themed to stereotypes. Yeah. But yeah, I am confused in why they decided to go with that for the theme for the episode. Yeah, it's definitely taking advantage of a lot of stereotypes that's harmful to this incredibly diverse group of indigenous people. And it's interesting, like what you said, that the show would choose to misrepresent Native Americans in such a gross yeah, it, it seemed like they were trying to make, like, jokes or puns based on, like, Native American culture a bunch of times, which I, I really thought Family Guy was better than that, yeah. personally. I, I was kind of taken aback, you know, as you were saying that, you know, Family Guy's kind of been building a reputation of itself for pushing boundaries. Was this a boundary that needed to be pushed? No. Right. It would be one thing if this episode was written by a Native American. It would have to be tasteful, but you know, some jokes they could get away with if it was written and produced by a Native American writing team. But I just looked and what's interesting is that, well, the writing credits on this are, are to this guy, Ricky Blit. 
Richard Michael Blit, who's a Canadian screenwriter, and also Alex Borstein helped write this episode, which Alex, she plays Lois. I'm hoping that she maybe wrote the first part with the Boy Scouts. Or stuff. maybe she just wrote stuff that like focused on her character. Cause yeah. Because there's some Lois wait, 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 wait. centric moments. Oh, okay. Here, let me, let me read this straight from Wikipedia. Alex Borstein, the voice of Lois, helped write this episode, making her the first female member. Jeez making her the first female member in the Family Guy writing staff. Show creator Seth MacFarlane mentioned that her input on the character of Lois was particularly helpful. It sounds like your theory's right, that she kind of helped just to give some clarity on what Lois's yeah. character would do. Which, speaking of Lois, while they're, while they're at the casino and Peter's using the bathroom, Lois decides just to do some slots for a minute while they wait. And in that short amount of time Peter was in the bathroom, he gets back out and... Turns out Lois has a bit of a gambling problem. Yeah. She somehow ended up betting the family's car. I mean, on, dude. On the slot machines. Dude. Which, I didn't even know that's possible. I didn't know either. I could maybe swipe my card on a slot machine? Yeah, but she swiped her car. <laughs> that's, I don't even know how that works. I mean, I, I mean, I haven't been to casino in like a long time. Maybe they just have new forms of payment? Could be. Could be. I don't know. How does she pick up the car? Maybe she's stronger than we realize. Moms kind of have that strength. Maybe Stewie was under the car and she had that once in a lifetime mom strength to lift the car up and save her child. And then she just gave it to the owners of the casino. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, I, think, I, I could see that happening. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when Peter finds this out, he's a little shocked that Lois got rid of the car because he, he just really wants to get Chris back into Boy Scouts. He, he really feels yeah. like this is right for Chris, but Chris still just isn't feeling it. Peter's able to quickly come up with a plan though to get the car back. Lois and Peter are just talking and Lois informs Peter of how the profits that the casino makes are distributed amongst the tribe. Now, the way that she says it, which I have no idea if this is accurate across all casinos owned by indigenous people or not, but in this particular one, profits are split evenly amongst everybody in the tribe, which gives Peter, the dad, family guy Peter, the brilliant idea that if he can pose as a Native American as a member of the tribe, then he can manipulate the tribe into giving them a car back. Which, wow, there's so much to unpack there, dude. Yeah. But we'll move on, though. Um... <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. And we could cut that out. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> No. This guy doesn't want to cut anything out. He's going to cut out his own stuff and then leave my stuff in. I'll leave it all in. Ooh. Peter approaches the owner of the casino and basically makes his case that, no, actually, Peter is part Native American, which, you know... I think that aspect in itself, obviously in this episode, I think Peter is m made out to be, he, he's not meant to be a good person in this scenario. I think a lot of this is kind of commenting on the inclination for, for white people to make huge claims about their race based on maybe like a small percent. Like, you know, there was always a huge thing. Like I remember years ago, there was this huge push that you know everybody was saying oh i'm like 164th native american or stuff like that
back, claiming that where am I going with this? Um, I think you're about to say that the heads of the casino they basically told Peter that if he can go on a vision quest to prove his Native American heritage, they'd give him his car back, which. They did that as a as a joke because they kind of saw how ignorant and insensitive Peter was being. Yeah. So they kind of thought it'd be funny to play a prank on him like that, which Peter, he deserved it. He deserves to be messed with a bit to be taught a lesson. 100%. Plus, you know, how would they even know that he would go on a vision quest if it happened? But anyway, anyway, Peter agrees to the terms and heads off into the wilderness to, to have a vision quest and Chris accompanies him because he sees this as a perfect opportunity to tell his dad how he really feels about Boy Scouts and how he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. So they go into the woods and basically they're out there for like hours and hours. Yeah. They're out there the whole day. It's nighttime. They're starving. They're all alone. They have no shelter. Pretty much going crazy out there. And... um. And why don't, why don't you, why don't you tell them what happens next, right when? Peter and Chris have actually managed to make a fire, which is pretty impressive, and it's pretty late at this point. It's dark out. The both are so hungry, pretty much on the verge of giving up. Yeah, I said all this. Yeah. But it's in this moment that Peter, whether it be a true vision from nature or just a, what's the word? Um, a no food silly moment the trees start to talk to him they start to have a conversation with him and at first he's just talking back not thinking too much of it but then he realizes wait i'm i'm talking to the trees right now this is my vision i'm having my vision and then all of a sudden in the sky a ghastly manifestation appears of his spirit guide and it's none other than the fonzie just just Fonz. you know yeah, Fonzie's the bear, right? That's the that's a different guy. <laughs> We're just talking about the Fonz here. Yes, Fonzie's the bear. <laughs> While this is kind of like a silly moment, like Peter's obviously tripping out or whatever, and he's talking to the trees, he's talking to Fonz. The Fonz actually gives him some stellar advice. And that advice is that he needs to listen to his son, Chris. He needs to listen to what he's saying because it's important. Peter's like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Everything goes away. It's just him and Chris in the woods again. Chris walks up to him and says, Dad, I need to talk to you about something. And at first, Peter's ready to brush him off. He's ready to say, no, I don't want to hear it right now. We, I gotta get food. But then he remembers what the Fonz just said three seconds earlier. And he's like, okay, Chris, I'll hear you out. And Chris finally tells him, clear as day, I don't want to be in the Boy Scouts anymore. I don't have fun, and this is what I want to do. And he shows his dad his drawings. And at first, his dad is a little bit combative, a little bit thrown off why Chris wouldn't want to be in the Boy Scouts anymore. But again, he keeps checking himself. He keeps remembering what the font said. And he finally realizes that that's what he needs to do. He needs to let his son decide his hobbies for his own. Clearly, this whole time, Peter's been trying to force Chris to do essentially whatever he wanted Chris to do. But now it's time to let Chris find out what Chris wants to do. And at this time, it's drawing. So the both of them embrace, and it's this pretty beautiful moment between the two of them where there's actually a sense of understanding for the first time in the show. Which was a really great moment to see Peter as a father just have that moment with his son where he can finally set his ego aside, focus on being the correct type of parent that his child needs. I concur. 
Thank you. Again, I feel like these moments with Peter being a good dad are few and far in between. So it's nice after watching such a rough episode to see, you know, Peter does genuinely care about his family. It's just, oh boy, he's a piece of work, let me tell you. No doubt. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah, uh, Peter and Chris leave the forest with a newfound sense of wisdom. They're able to get their car back from the casino owners. They just believe them, even though, again, there's not really any way to prove that they had a vision. Yeah. But they but they get the car back nonetheless. The family's reunited at the end. Everyone's happy. In conclusion, this episode is kind of problematic, right? The use of Indian, as opposed to the more accurate term Native American, just reflects... <laughs> Just reflects a lack of cultural sensitivity <laughs> and perpetuates outdated stereotypes. This is serious, Ryan. I know, but you said reflects. <laughs> it's not how you say it. Nuh-uh. It's reflects. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, we. By continuing to rely on this terminology, the show obviously fails to recognize the diverse identities, rich cultural heritage of Native American communities. And it's essential for media to evolve and adapt to using more respectful and accurate representations, using language that aligns with contemporary understanding and preferences. And this episode's portrayal of Native Americans raises important questions about, you know, the responsible use of language and potential impact of perpetuating stereotypes. As viewers, You know, we have to play a role in holding media accountable and advocating for more accurate and respectful representations of marginalized communities. So from now on, we have to go talk to Family Guy writers. We gotta we gotta drive up to LA, crash their little strike party, and we gotta talk them into shape. So let me tell you something. I've been I've been thinking. Think. I've I've been thinking. Tell me. What what if? Mm -hmm. What if this whole time Yep. Now hear me out. I'm hearing. What if this what if this whole time yep. the writers wrote that uh-huh. on purpose? Go on. See what I'm trying to say is, what if they purposefully wrote the family saying these insensitive things and experiencing them, not to laugh at them. Well, maybe laugh at them because they're not saying the right things, but to show that they are flawed characters who live a different life than we do and are exposed to different content out in the world. And we see that they are just real human beings who may not have reached the same level of understanding about different things as you and me. Maybe the whole point was to bring awareness to these issues surrounding Native American culture and, you know, insensitive white people's reaction to it and how that still exists today in modern America. Even though, you know, it seemed like it doesn't, it's it's still out there for some people. They may not think much of it, but it's there. So maybe the whole point of it was to get people like us talking about it and realizing that there's still change that needs to be made. It's an interesting theory. But then again, the episode was kind of boring and might be my least favorite of the season. <laughs> yeah, this episode sucked. Yeah, it's, this it's episode honestly, sucked. It's, it's, it's not that great. You know, these past couple episodes haven't been, you know, the same mile a minute laughs as the previous episodes. And I just I just really hope they're able to turn it around for the for the season finale. They're able to bring it full circle. Because that'd really yeah. stink if they ended things on a sour note again. Especially if it could potentially be the final episode. We don't know. 
Yeah, I, I, I think just there's a lot riding on this for them to stick the landing and prove that Family Guy really is the next big thing. Yeah, I agree 100%. Do you know what else is the next big thing? What's that? Parker's Peaches. Oh, heck yeah. Parker's Peaches. Parker's Peaches. Parker's Peaches are the sweet treat that can be beat that you love to put in your mouth and chew and then swallow and digest. They're really good. You can you can get them most anywhere, you know, at all these different stores. Okay, wait, 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 real quick. Did, um, I'm, I'm going to cut, I'm going to cut this. Um, but yeah, did, did Parker's Peaches, have we gotten the check yet? I, I thought that... I thought they were sending the checks to you to, to de deposit. You, no, you haven't gotten anything? No, no, I, I put I put your address down. I put yours down. But the, but they but they told me that that you were getting the oh, wait, okay. Let the, me, the checks. Let me check What's my email. Let me, yeah, check your email too. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's weird. Okay. Well um, well I, it, I definitely did give him my address. Well I just um, I just tried emailing him, but it said that the email address no longer exists. What? Hold on, let me let me message. Oh yeah, because you have them on. Okay. Oh okay. It's kind of sketchy, dude. Um, okay okay. It says my number's been been blocked. Blocked? Yeah. It says he it says he blocked me. My message isn't going through. Okay, dude. Well, um, I've literally. Do you have his number? No, no. We've only talked over email. Okay. Um, um I well, dude, I like gave he, him all my banking information. Yeah, I mean, he said yeah, that, for this. For the sponsorship, he, like he said, he needed hang on, my hang on. my banking information and my social, and he took your social too and other stuff. Hang on, yeah. let me pull up this contract. Okay. Um. Initial acceptance provided for ransom material contract described specialized legal service. Fuck, dude. This is I, honestly, I, I didn't even I didn't even read through this contract. Like, I mean, he wouldn't he wouldn't try to fuck no, us. No, he would like. No, like it's they're a good company. They're a good mom and pop, family friendly hometown company. Oh, notice from the redevelopment authority council. Let me check. Get fifty dollars. Let me check Parker's social media and see if if Parker's Peaches has said anything. In a, okay, uh, in a while because they're supposed to be posting pretty frequently. Um, there's some what's fine print here, dude. That's like it's like saying, yeah, I think I think this fine print like completely voids out the the financial agreement, dude. Wait, lost. Okay, I just I just looked at his Instagram and his his last photo for, on the on the Parker's Peaches account was there's a picture of him on a boat, like a yacht. He's like surrounded by all these like girls in bikinis and he's like like drinking champagne and waving money around. There's like a bunch of pictures and, and what's wait, what's let me zoom in on this one picture. Oh, oh my gosh! In this one picture, he's he's eating lobster and he's using our contract as a bib. A bib? Yeah, he's like there's there's like multiple pictures of in a row of him like of like wiping his mouth with our contract and getting like butter butter all over it. And then the caption says, "A day out and see with all my hoes." Can't believe those dumb idiots gave me all their money from their podcast. And then he did the peach emoji. Okay, dude, I'm looking at my at my email. I'm pretty sure that he opened a credit card in my name. Really? Yeah, literally. I'm. Uh, yeah, my credit report is like fucked right now, dude. Wow. Wait, I just got something from Parker. Oh, what does it say? A new. It's a new contract it's from a different email. I'm writing to formally request the termination of the sponsorship agreement between Family Guy Talk and Parker's Peaches effective immediately. 
This request is being made in accordance with the terms and conditions outlined in the agreement. What the fuck, dude? After careful consideration and evaluation, I decided it's in the best interest of Family Guy Talk to discontinue the sponsorship. Dude, what is... Hold on, he just sent me an email, too. I, I think it's from him. It's, 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 it's not an email I recognize. So, so the, so the, so it just says sign it or else and he attached a pdf of the new contract and then there's also a picture of a map and there's a knife stuck in the map on my address to my house like there's a like there's a, a, a like a big like hunting knife stabbed directly in the location of my house on the map and he like drew a circle around the knife and pointed at it and it says next to it your house <laughs> and and then there's also a peach emoji oh and a 10% <laughs> coupon off Parker's peaches oh but it expired last week dude we totally got fucked on this he's dude. gone too far should we just should we just finish the podcast and I guess there must have been I don't know. There must be some kind of mistake. But maybe, maybe there's a different Family Guy Talk podcast that he meant to send it. I'm to? sure that's what it. That's I'm sure that's what, what it is. is. I've heard there's been multiple. Well, we'll 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 talk to him tomorrow. And we'll get yeah. this. We'll get I'm this sure straightened okay. out. Um, what's? Sorry, uh, I, I I thought I heard a helicopter outside my house. <clears throat> yeah, no. Let's finish it. Um, yeah, guys, we only got one more. One more episode this season isn't that crazy that is crazy yeah i'm yep. really hoping that they stick the landing the past couple episodes have been rocky to say the least mm -hmm. so like rocky five that bad oof. yeah i still have hope though i think they could turn it around definitely I've, I've definitely grown to love this show it holds a special place in my heart so it'd just be a shame to to give up on it mm -hmm. i don't want to but we'll, we'll see we'll see also we we thought it'd be fun to do a little q a for the end of the season oh yes, uh, on, the, yes. On, on the on the podcast so we're gonna post some stuff to our social media uh follow us if you haven't yet facebook twitter insta tiktok my letterbox all that we're gonna post some stuff on there and basically we're gonna ask you guys to comment on the post any questions you have about the show about us that you want us to answer on an episode of the podcast hit us so, with the hard uh, yeah. hit us with the hard questions okay we don't want yeah. no easy where'd you grow up type questions yeah. we want that we like, want shit that'll make us think dude. yeah like question like ask us questions about literally anything literally anything and we'll we'll have answers for it and stuff too well we'll answer all your questions just like no sex stuff well you can ask me the sex stuff because i'll have all the answers yeah he's got google <laughs> so he, 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 he look at all i don't i don't you, have it you don't have um, google no <laughs> i just got my big brain yeah send in questions guys follow us if you're not already and um yeah i think that does it for this episode of family guy talk next week's gonna be yeah. the finale be there or die yeah that helicopter's getting really loud i'm gonna have to go yeah go go check that out man it's go. funny it kind of looks like it's it kind of looks like it's uh not not it's not tan it's not really orange or yellow it's like i don't know how i can describe the color of it it's very it seems familiar a peach is trying to kill me that's the joke <laughs> all right yeah family guy we love you parker love you parker Bye.
Step into a world where laughter fills the air When I'm chilling with the griffins, baby, I don't have a care Crow Hog Rhode Island, I'm bringing you to scoop Here's the plan, you take my hand with them, you cannot lose Yeah, yeah